Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tim Burns Show. I'm your host, Tim Burns. I am the common man with common sense and an uncommon desire to know the truth. Little politics, little current events, little business world stuff. We veer head on into the facts of science, the fact of God, and we have a dedicated focus to America. We ask the question here on Tim Burns Show, why America? Those founding documents, the founding principles that have led this country through that landscape of freedom and the landscape of economic freedom for this country to come the, become the greatest country in the history of mankind. It's not because we as individuals are great. It's because what our founders did was laid down those documents that gave us this landscape of freedom where we could be all we could be, not just with our unalienable rights, but if we have an idea in between the toughest seven inches in life, between the ears, then we have the opportunity to go after that pursuit of happiness, of taking that idea, developing a plan around that idea, executing that plan, and accomplishing it. Everything that happens goes through that standard formula. So what are we going to do today? We are going to get to a lot of news that seemed to jump out all over the place. So let's rock this joint. Let's do that. We might as well start with what's coming out with the uh, on CNBC, the headlines today setting up the jobs report tomorrow, which we will get the total number of jobs created in the jobs report plus the unemployment rate. Now, I can promise you it's at 5.4% now. They will do anything they can to make sure that thing doesn't uptick. They are expecting on the lower range of jobs being created. And somehow, some way, you know what they'll <clears throat> what they'll uh, come out with is every well, like like the labor secretary the other day. Everything is rosy. Everything's going pretty well. The other headline that was on CNBC was that it's will it be a jobs report that continues this Goldilocks? Now you're familiar with the fairy tale Goldilocks, not too whole, not too cold, not too warm not too hot, just right. They actually do not want a jobs report that's going to show 300, 400,000. Why? Because that's going to tempt Janet Yellen of the Fed to make a decision a little bit quicker, set in stone, a rate hike of interest rates, which is going to be, well, pretty negative for stocks. There's only one place to put your money, and that's in stocks. You don't want a half a percent, a quarter percent return. And I keep hearing these stories. The rich are getting richer. Well, they're the only ones who have any money. They're the ones with the access to all these big financial institutions to keep putting their money in on top of the buying that they just did previous. So they're building 
levels that really there's, there's nothing there. As fast and as high as this has gone up, it could come plummeting down in a very short period of time. Now, the IMF, of course, they want a delay in those rate hikes. Why? Well, because it's all about, according to them, the IMF is the International Monetary Fund because they need wages to go up first before we even start thinking about interest rates. Well, how can wages go up? Everybody is surviving on a daily basis. Too much month at the end of the money. But the rich are getting richer because they're the only ones who have money. It brings a, 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 uh, I remember a, a story I read about CNBC's ratings tanking. Went through the floor. Worst in 22 years, uh, since 1992, except for Kramer. He ha- only had the second worst. Well, Kramer, his audience on Mad Money is looking for investment advice on individual stocks. They get to call in. They say buy, sell, or hold. They're, the age group they, they, that they were measuring things by was the 24 to 54 age bracket, and it was in the pits. It had tanked. Well, why? Well, because you're losing that audience. Why would they pay attention on buying and selling and holding stocks if they don't have any money to invest in the first place? And you hear David Stockman, former budget director of the Reagan administration. He says some good things, and sometimes he doesn't. But he hit it right on the nose, although he didn't really get the reasonings why. The the top 1% or the top 1% of 1% or the top 5%, they're the only ones making money. Well, they're the only ones who have any money. And they best be careful because at a moment's notice, when those interest rates do start to go up, well, that's going to have a serious effect on the stock prices going down. Why? Because people will say, okay, I've had my profits. I mean, I have a neighbor. He's been retired for 10-plus years. I, we were, I was cruising down the street, opened up the window, hey, how you doing? And uh, I have no idea how it got on the subject matter, but it, it was about the stock market. And he loves Obama for one reason, because all of his pension money is Most of it's in the stock market right now, and he's captured all the gains from the real big downturn, the financial crisis or the real estate crash slash financial crisis. Well, he's captured those gains. He's really a happy camper. And I just told him, I said, when they start coming to the window to cash out, you better be out because it could be quick, fast, and furious. But... He has one motivating factor. It was like the story I told you about uh, uh, one of my customers, the decorated war veteran, who, by the way, within a year after Obama got elected, he had died. And and I'm almost thankful that he moved on because what the hope that he had for change to the health care system as a veteran who's probably been walking through those doors at the VA for 30, 40, or 50 years— well, it probably would have killed him anyway to see that his hopes and dreams that this guy would do really good. Well, they would have been smashed. It probably would have killed him anyway. We're also going to get to a little Hillary news. 
does that mean she's done a press conference? What is, uh, what does the press keep asking from her? Mouth to mouth, wherever you are. Five minutes worth of questions? How many questions has she taken? I think I read an article about Carly, who's running for president, the ex, uh, CEO of, uh, Hewlett Packard, or, uh, I think it was Hewlett Packard. She's done hundreds, 500 to 1,000 questions she's answered, and she's pretty sharp. Whether she has a chance to get into that tier that's going to be considered, we don't know. But she's just sharp. And she has been a manager for her career. I think that's what we need in Washington, D.C., people who manage, people who know how to manage bureaucracies. The greatest presidents are the ones who surround themselves with people they trust, they find the best of the best, and they let them go. Reagan, for instance. Paul Volcker was selected by, appointed by Jimmy Carter. It's the only remnant of the Carter administration that Reagan kept. And it was Paul Volcker, and he got him in. You think Reagan was an expert at monetary policy? You think Reagan had the wherewithal and the understanding and the homework to be able to tackle going after inflation? No. But he surrounded himself, himself with people he could trust. And one of those was Paul Volcker, the Fed chairman. What Greenspan was, what Bernanke was, was what now Janet Yellen is. And he told him, he said, we need a war on inflation. We need to stop this inflation. And Volcker said, got it. What did Volcker do? Well, he cut off borrowing. He raised interest rates I believe 2% in, in like six months. Well, when you're a business who's expanding and the price of money costs so much, at some point you say, I think we'll wait for our expansion needs because that is too much interest to pay on that money. We're talking about prime, was that 18, 19, 20% prime rate. Can you imagine getting a mortgage with a uh, with a uh, loan that's attached to the prime rate plus a fee, and you're paying 20% interest payments, uh, interest rate on your mortgage? Well, he let Reagan, he let Volcker go to work, and he cut it. Volcker, for all practical purposes, created a recession. He created a slowdown, which stopped people from borrowing. Hence, the supply of money became more. The supply of available loan money became greater. And once it becomes greater, you have to offer it at a better price. And so they did. They won that war on inflation. Then the tax policies took effect. And pretty soon, what did you get? A million jobs created in one month on under Reagan, September of 83. Took two, two and a half years for his policies to kick in. But once they did, we know the result. Well, we've got uh, the GOP and their, uh, I tell you, the courage that these guys show. They, uh, I think they're banking, but they really don't know what to do. If the Supreme Court in this King versus Burwell case, where they're going to make a decision on whether or not subsidies can be supplied under the federal exchange. Every state, if you're a member of a state exchange, 
in the health care system, you can get those tax subsidies, those write-offs, the things that reduce your fee, your premium. If you're in the federal system, well, they've granted those subsidies to anybody who's in the federal system, but it wasn't written in the law, and that's what the Supreme Court case is all about. Well, now the GOP is trying to gauge what kind of decision is coming down the road. And a uh, headline here, or a, uh, apart from the uh, story I picked off, GOP open to extending Obamacare subsidies Another proposal in the works from the GOP to do what? Even if the Supreme Court comes down and says the whole thing, there is no such thing as a federal health care exchange, and hence those tax write-offs, subsidies, allowances, whatever hoop you can fit through, whatever bell you can ring, whatever whistle you can blow on, well, those all disappear. Here's the GOP again. Why did they win the 24? Why did Mitch McConnell get his power as Senate Majority Leader? Because 15 senators, Republican senators, replaced 15 Democratic senators. And what was their number one campaign issue? Repeal Obamacare. These guys aren't even getting close. Then they're talking about uh, Ron Johnson. He's got a plan that would it would extend those subsidies, but they would be cut off through August of 2017, when what? They can't stand up and do anything for themselves. What is he hoping? When he hopes there will be a Republican president while also repealing the law's individual and employer mandates. Now, that would be good. Why do they have to wait for anything to do that? They've got a majority in the House and a majority in the Senate. What are they afraid of? I'll tell you what they're afraid of. They're afraid of the same old, same old media putting labels on them. You know, the only reason they got their power, the Republicans in many cases, is because they kept their trap shut, wasting time, hoping for all of the Obama policies to show the failure that they are. And that's what got them their power. It's not like they stood up and said, we're for this. No, they simply kept their mouth shut. Look what Boehner did. He kept his mouth shut until he got those elections by him. And the same thing with the Senate. Nobody has any cojones in this party. And I've got a, an article regarding, is this the end of the establishment candidates in a presidential election? Let's hope. But the interesting I pick, thing picked uh, uh, from this, remember who was the vice president running mate for Paul Ryan, I mean for uh, Mitt Romney, and that was Paul Ryan. And Paul Ryan was supposed to be, right out of the gate, was supposed to give Mitt Romney a little more conservative backbone. Well, you know, we know Mitt's not necessarily uh, a thoroughbred conservative, but boy, he's got Paul Ryan, and that, that'll really help the ticket because Paul Ryan is, is a dead solid conservative the more Ryan goes along here since that 2012 election and since he's gotten back, now he has uh, power in one of the committees, the lawmakers will develop a plan meant to influence the main house. So here we have the Senate actually trying 
to come up with a game plan based upon the Supreme Court rendering and literally, although not quickly enough, literally looking to try and make some amends to Obamacare. They're trying to influence the main House working group led by none other than Senator uh, Republican Paul Ryan and two other panel chairmen, which Fleming, this is a guy who's in, uh, uh, he's a Louisiana Republican, and he says, we can't get the time of the day out of this working group because everything they're doing is in secret. Uh, I really don't get why they can't take those profound elections of 2010 and 2014 and dribble the basketball down the court. This is what happens when you become so fearful of imagery being, well, being portrayed by, uh, by the deadhead media on you. When you're so, at times, you just gotta get, you gotta stand up and say, sticks and stones, names will never hurt me. And just fight through that. Now, Ron Johnson's plan has 31 Republican co-sponsors in the bill, on the bill, including Mitch McConnell. It has not received that same welcome in the House. They're still publicly undecided. I thought the House was the one who was stepping up to the pump. Remember all those repeal Obamacare votes? What, did they just make those votes because they knew they would never get the time of the day in a Harry Reid Senate, which they didn't, of course. You make all those votes, and all you're doing is giving fodder to the deadhead media to start labeling you. All right, we'll come back. Stick around. This is Tim Burns on KLVZ. That's 810 on your dial. Tim Burns, Phenomenal Exhibit Services. You know, big business is done at these conventions, and if you are already participating in your industry's convention and somehow it just isn't working right, maybe your venue has moved from one city to the next and labor is a complete hassle, you know what it takes to have smooth logistics. I encourage you to give Nominal Exhibit Services a call at 303-901-9090. One phone call does it all. They manage the entire process. So again, take the hassles out. Call Nominal, 303 Hi, Beth. Wow, what a beautiful pendant. What is that? It's called Cobalt Silver Ore. I've never seen anything like it. Where'd you get it? Sue told me about this online jewelry website called jt-jewelry.com. She was looking for something different to get John for Father's Day and said they have these really cool rings for guys. So I went there, got him one, and with the wholesale prices at JT Jewelry, I couldn't resist getting myself this pendant. Well, I know my husband wears rings. I think I'll get him one. What's that website again? jt-jewelry.com. All right, welcome back. Hey, I want to take a quick minute to mention something about JT Jewelry. 
Um, I have an article in this, it's actually a picture, in the check this out area. JT Jewelry has the most unique stuff in the world. There is no middleman, there's no brick and mortar store, and it is all natural, 100% mother nature made. It is stuff you just will not find out there. But they have under the collectible gemstones. Have you ever heard of rhodochrosite? Well, there's a link in the check this out right at the bottom. It's uh, the article. It says Alma King. Now, the Alma King is a crystal, the largest that came out. Now, rhodochrosite is a gemstone that's found all over the world. But nowhere was it more highly valued and more sought after than the rhodochrosite that came out of the Sweet Home Mine near Alma, Colorado. What you'll see if you punch into that Alma King is you'll see a picture. It's, you can't tell what size it is, but it's about six and a half inches by five and a half inches. This crystal, it's all, it's, it grew from the geode, the white geode that you see underneath it. That's down in the Denver Natural Museum uh, the Denver Museum of Natural History, that particular mineral specimen. It was donated by the Coors family, and rumor has it, though it wasn't made public on the announcement, that piece was a million dollars donated to the museum. In fact, in 2002, the state mineral was renamed and Sweet Home Rhodochrosite became the state mineral. Well, on JT Jewelry, you will see that, because I, I was looking at it, and I said, this is really kind of cool. What is this? And was talking to the guys at JT Jewelry, and they said, oh, it's just a, there's just no more of this stuff out there. The mine was sealed up in 2004. You couldn't even find it if you wanted to because it was backfilled, and it's all grown over now. But they have these collectible gemstones. If you're a gemstone collector... You probably don't have Sweet Home Rhodochrosite in your collection because it's just hard to find. And so I even said to the guys at JT, I said, this is, I said, this is really expensive stuff. They said, well, that's because it's so rare. And then I Googled around and started to look for this stuff out there in Google land, out there in the wide world web. My God. Goodness, you should see the prices of some of this stuff out there. What JT Jewelry has is five times less than you can possibly ever find it for. And I asked, I said, why is it so? I said, it's expensive, but why is it kind of compared to what's out there? And this is a collector who's made these available, and uh, he's probably owned them since he may have even been in the mine and got them and turned them into these collectible cabochons. So I just wanted, if you have a chance to go to the website under Alma King and take a look at that, it, it actually is down in the Mineral Hall down there at the uh, Denver Museum of Natural History. On top of that, I want, to, uh, I want to thank you for those who are listening, who have become consistent listeners here, and maybe have taken my heed to just tell somebody you know who's a talk radio listener, look, there's five talk radio stations, basically between 850 and 560. And everybody who's a talk radio listener knows these stations. Well, for one hour a day on 810 KLVZ, there are six talk radio stations. It's a little tough to find. People aren't used to it. 
We're growing every single day here with listeners, and I want to thank those who have tuned in to listen and who have asked somebody they know, check this guy out, because I am tough to find. At 810, I'm a little tough to find. I'm right next to the big boy, the 50,000 water, but still, people got to get used to it. And I just want to thank everybody who's out there listening and recommending. I really, really appreciate it. We're going to grow until the point that at 3 to 4 o'clock, there's only one place to be. I promise you, I will not waste your time or waste your mind when it comes to this program. I'm all about meat. I'm all about, well, I'm all about stuff that matters. And even if we're talking about ancient cultures or primitive man, it's always hopefully going to reflect on what matters now. It's all context. It's all about the bigger picture. That's what this program is all about, the big picture and bringing in all the march of civilization through time. That's what I'm going to talk, things that I'm going to talk about. Facts of science. We're going to go there. We're going to go to the final frontier many times. So, again, I want to thank you. I have a couple other articles I'll get to that I've just put up there. And I want to remind you that for people who have been consistent listeners here, and you're saying to yourself, well, I've read those articles. How come there's no new articles? Well, you got to understand, we're getting new listeners on an everyday basis here on Tim Burns Show. And so I'm going to leave those up. And again, for just as a quick reminder, if that's up there in the check, uh, uh, in case you missed it area, it's because it's really worthy of reading every bit. Uh, yesterday, I did put up the Dinesh D'Souza sort of summary of what he had to go through. Of course, you never heard it in the deadhead media. You heard that he was going to be arrested, that he was had prosecution, that he might go to jail. But you never, once the case was done, did they ever follow him in the deadhead In fact, there wasn't really much following until he got it. It's a really good article. It talks about if you get in the crosshairs of this administration— you can be used as an example of why you better not get in their crosshairs. And the bottom line is that there are all sorts of campaign finance irregularities on and on, especially with Democrats. They'll never go after a Democrat in the Obama administration like this unless they completely turn tide. But boy, they really wanted, they wanted to put Dinesh D'Souza in jail for a long time over something like thirty or forty or fifty thousand dollars. Well, he had a great experience in his night. He had to report to prison every night or to jail every night. He was outside during the day, but he had to sleep there at night. And it's really a good read especially once you get to the end, and the influence he had on people who, I mean, hardcore criminals he was with. And it's really a good read if you get a chance. In fact, read all of those stories. And then I got one more that used to be on the Sunday evening program. And because of an uh, an article that I came across, uh, the inner city people, which you'll never hear, the inner city 
are they're, they're so frustrated that all the promises of hope and change by Obama hasn't done anything for them. And so we have a pastor in deep in the city of Chicago, one of the worst areas in Chicago and in the country. And he came out and he's putting his two cents worth in on how detrimental, how disastrous the Obama administration has been for the inner city. So I went and got this video. This was like day, a day or two after the uh, State of the Union, last State of the Union in February of 2015. And this is for inner city. It is really eye-opening. It's at the bottom of the In Case You Missed It area. It's a video that goes on for about four, four and a half minutes. It's really worth the time. All of the stuff that I put up there in the In Case You Missed It area it, it is gleaned from dozens upon dozens upon dozens of articles that I read. And if they really have a lot of meat to them, that's when they end up in the In Case You Missed It area. Again, I'm not a breaking news site, website. I'm not an end-all to everything. I am who I am. And my whole website is a reflection of who I am. All right. We'll come back. Stick around for the Tim Burns Show. There was this man who almost learned to walk at a rehab center that almost got built by people who almost gave, almost gave. How good is almost giving? About as good as almost walking. As generous a nation as we are, sometimes instead of giving, we almost give. Don't almost give, give. Visit our website at don'talmostgive.org. A message from the Ad Council. As a dad, you'll probably spend years teaching your son how to hit a baseball, how to throw a tight spiral and hit a receiver, how to hit the strike zone. But the question is this, how much time will you spend teaching him what not to hit? Teach your son early and often that all violence against women is wrong. For tips on what to say, visit endabuse.org. Brought to you by the Family Violence Prevention Fund, the Waite Institute for Violence Prevention, the Ad Council, and this station. Tim Burns for DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. Are you looking for an adoptable pet that's been rescued from abandonment or abuse? You know, there's a lot of different dogs out there. You can get a dog that goes from abandonment and abuse to a cage and then to you. That will never happen at DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. Why? Because they have a great rehabilitation system that helps the animal find who itself is. So I encourage you, anywhere on the front range, if you're looking for a dog, go to DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. All right, welcome back. You know, I got a big, long article here on, uh, it was headlined today regarding uh, Assange going out there putting a $100,000 bounty on secret trade documents that nobody still has seen. Uh, I tried to get a guest, and, you know, the biggest problem is, is I have a short time in the chair behind the mic right now. And I keep putting out feelers to specific guests that 
really will bring something to the table here. And, well, I guess I just don't have the clout at this point. But that's okay. Um, so anyway, we've got this, this, what they're calling TISA, which is a trade agreement regarding services. And the big poll uh, leaked TISA, T-I-S-A documents reveal privacy threat easier to censor and snoop on your communications. And I really didn't have time to underline some of these things. See if I can find them in here. Uh, it is important to underscore that American services exports are at an all-time high of $710 billion, and those exports support, support 4.6 million well-paying jobs all over the country. The one thing that was in this article was that uh, they are going to turn over or allow other countries' access to your personal information. In other words, if this agreement goes through, it's one big pot that all of this information goes in and anybody from any country can have access to it. Now, I, I know I'm just uh, doing a light summary of that and it's a little more detailed, but talking about those 4.6 million jobs that are part of this agreement. That is why this comes from uh, this comes from a union trade representative. Excuse me, this is Andrew Bates, the press secretary of the president's offices. That is why President Obama has made opening markets for U.S. services exporters a chief priority of his middle-class economics agenda. Well, that's called the trickle-down effect, if it er ever makes it down to the middle class regarding this. This is not about the small jobs. This is about huge revenues for the government somehow, some way. Anything that Obama does, there's always a reason, and there will always be a tax for that reason. Now, unions are not in favor of this. They fear heavy job losses on these trade protections being dismantled. They reacted with dismay following the publication of the previously hidden documents. Public sector unions have sought protections for state-funded services that could be threatened by increased competition. Isn't that define a union to a T? Unions don't want competition. It's just like our school systems. There is no competition. Oh, we know that in the 80s there was one case where, and this is uh, the Landmark Legal Foundation opened the whole opportunity to at least get a crack in the door for school choice. Nobody ever knows how this got started, charter schools and all the different versions that are out there, quasi-versions. But here a lady, an inner-city lady, councilwoman, in Milwaukee was watching her kids have no opportunity whatsoever. The school systems were as bad as any school system has ever been. And she knew she had students and all she had to do was give them an opportunity to find a school where they could actually be all they could be. 
and along with Mark Levin's Landmark Legal Foundation and other groups that were alongside in their fight, they won this battle. They got school choice to happen. And yet, as soon as that has happened, the fight to make sure it doesn't have an opportunity to grow. That's what's wrong. There is no ingenuity, creativeness to our school systems. Like I said yesterday, I think there are thousands of great ideas from within the system, but they're trapped. They can't do anything about it. Would love to see the union say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll let some few school districts experiment under the 100% approval of the union itself. The union doesn't approve of anything that's going on right now. They would not want any kind of alternative of school choice to happen. All right, I think we did enough about that. I thought that was, I'm glad I came across that, that, uh, that the public sector unions have sought protections from increased competition. Well, that's who they are. All right. Now, Rand Paul, he's attained somewhat of a, well, he's a standalone status right now because he's the one who got up there on the floor and wanted to do away uh, with everything that has to do with the NSA and the spy programs and all the metadata. I'm just wondering, what would Rand Paul have done in, let's say, 1786 when there was some serious problems with American merchant ships, colony merchant ships, being pirated, being held for ransom, off the African coast. And Jefferson, in a day and age where it took quite a while to get there, Jefferson promoted and then as president sent these ships over there to make it safe for goods and services on their way to get and on their way back to America to bring those goods back from wherever. I wonder how Rand Paul would have reacted to Jefferson. I mean, would Rand Paul say, hey, it's not within our borders. Why worry about it? American interests? I mean, I, I, I know I'm being a little generic in this regard, but how far would Rand... Uh, here's Jefferson. A quote from him. I acknowledge very early thought it would be best to effect a peace through the medium of war. I'm not sure Rand Paul would agree with a Jefferson statement such as that. And even if a coalition proves, this is back to Jefferson, paying tribute will merely invite more demands. And even if a coalition proves workable, the only solution is a strong navy that can reach the pirates. You know, you can take this same wording and apply it to the whole Obama treatment of ISIS, abandoning, letting them, I guess, work it out amongst themselves. A naval force, back to Jefferson, a naval force can never endanger our liberties, nor occasion bloodshed. A land force would do both. 
from what I learn from the temper of my countrymen and their tenaciousness of their money, it will be more easy to raise ships and men to fight these pirates into, fight them into reason, than money to bribe them. That was the way they did business. They just paid them off. They got kidnapped. They paid them off. Kind of goes alongside the Obama. What Obama has done. What's he done? He's paid them off. Instead of what? So is Rand Paul in the... We know Obama's not in the same camp as Jefferson. Is Rand Paul... Trying to be, is he trying to play two sides of the coin at once here? I understand that there is a very fine line between protecting your self interests and actually getting out there to the spots where those protections need to be implemented. And I think Rand Paul plays it cute on that fine line. All right, let's get to. Uh, this black Chicago pastor and the headline, Dems failing us. We have a large disparate. Can you imagine the hammering he's getting from the underlings in the Obama administration who read this and bombarding his email account saying, hey, you're not allowed to do that. Remember, you have to support. And that's exactly what this article says. We have a large disproportionate number of people who are impoverished. We have a disproportionate number of people who are incarcerated. We have a disproportionate number of people who are unemployed. The educational system has totally failed, and all of this primarily has been under democratic regimes in our neighborhood, Pastor Brooks said, from the office of the New Beginnings Church in Chicago, his church. Quote, so the question for me becomes, how can our neighborhoods be doing so awful and so bad when we're so loyal to this party who is in power? It's a matter of them taking complete advantage of our vote. Yeah, how far is that message going to travel in this neighborhoods? Well, hopefully it travels a long way. It is time. It's time the inner city people wake up to the take-it-for-granted status that the Democrats have relied on them to be. If you're ignorant, if you lack knowledge, well, you're just going to go with, along with what's been going on, what's a take-it-for-granted matter-of-habit routine that you live your life by, waiting and waiting and waiting. The pastor is in favor, this was pretty good, the pastor is in favor of legally possessing guns even on the bullet-riddled south, bullet south side of Chicago, and he blames the breakdown of the black family partly due to social programs that penalize those who wish to marry and prevent them from continuing to receive government assistance for the culture of violence that is so pervasive in urban areas from Woodlawn to West Baltimore. And that is true. There should be a transition. If you have hooked people on the welfare dime and they want to get married and maybe have a two-job family, 
Well, there should be maybe some. You hooked them for that long. You might as well give them a little transition money in the process. And that doesn't even begin to get into, Brooks added, that doesn't even begin to get into the music and entertainment aspects of what's he talking about? The breakdown of the black family, of the black community. He's tired of it. And right after that, I found, have you heard from the deadhead media at all about how many people have been killed in Baltimore in one month? During those riots, they raided all sorts of pharmacies and stole all the hardcore drugs. And there are gang wars going on as a result because there's a new influx of different kind of drugs. And they're taking over Well, they're competing. 43 homicides in one month in Baltimore. Police believe stolen prescription drugs are driving the violence sweeping the city. There's enough, quote, there's enough narcotics on the streets of Baltimore to keep it intoxicated for a year. More than 175,000 units or doses of drugs were looted from 27 pharmacies and two methadone clinics during the April 27th riots. The pharmacies haven't even done their own inventory to see exactly. These are just estimates. So between Chicago and Baltimore, what's the answer? What's the solution? Well, it would start with education, the opportunity to create school systems that actually are safe zones where a kid can potentially run into his niche, where he can find what he wants to be, discover what he wants to be when he grows up. All right, here's the story about the uh, establishment picks, and we'll have to get to the bulk of it uh, going after this uh, next break, but the party's history of establishment picks could be over. But have we entered a new era In Republican Party politics, has the establishment candidate become the underdog for 2016? Well, let's hope so, because they shove that down our throats, especially with these last two profound elections, 2010 and 2014. We the people spoke up loudly, and they were completely ignored. Why? because it's all about the establishment Republicans, this middle-of-the-road Republican in name only, so far away from their heritage of 1856, that first Republican platform, based upon that ground, that grassroots movement of abolishing slavery. Four years they had a precedent. The same grassroots movement exists, accountability and responsibility in government. And they spoke up loudly and they were ignored. All right, we'll be right back. This is Tim Burns on 810 KLVZ. So now we see the light. We gonna stand up for a So you better get up, stand up in the morning. Give it up, stand up for your eyes. 
Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. The convention business is big business. Why? Because big business is done at these conventions. 20%, 40 half the business for the entire year can be done at these conventions. If it's time for your company to step up and you just don't know where to start, I encourage you to call Nominal Exhibit Services. Not one company does it all, but one company takes care of all the logistics, and that's Nominal Exhibit Services. Call them at 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. Remember Hank's story about the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time? Yeah, you were right. JT Jewelry does have some really cool stuff. So I did what Hank did. Got Amy two pieces of jewelry, and she loved them. And that special touch of going together to the jewelry store to get her pendant just the way she wanted it worked like a charm. Next time you see Hank, tell him thanks. I will, but let me tell you another story. I saw Bill, and he looked like a truck had run him over. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he went to a bunch of other jewelry stores looking to get a gift for Jean. And they had all the same stuff, and it was nothing but bling by all the same designers. He stepped up to the pump, spent a pretty good penny, and gave it to her, and she loved it. So he was a hero. Yep, but only until they went to a wedding reception a few days later. As people were introducing themselves, a lady came up, and they both noticed they were wearing the exact same pendant. Youch! Yep, he's been in the doghouse ever since. I'm gonna guess you told him about jt-jewelry.com. Yes, I did. All right, back for the final segment of the Tim Burns Show here on Thursday, June 4th. Well, here's the Hillary news, and uh, the headline is, Why Hillary Can't Run on Her State Department Record, You Think? She has been trying to put out this idea that, well, she dovetails right in to what Obama said, what I mentioned on yesterday or the day before show, about that the world has so much more respect for the United States now that Obama is in office, and I'm sure she's got the same attitude. That's some, uh, uh, some platitude she probably wants to run on, but the facts will catch up with her. I mean, she is the one. <laughs> she's the one who got the test trial. Commander-in-chief for a day, ran her own little operation, upend the apple cart in Libya, take out Gaddafi. And when push came to shove and the going got tough, she had left those people up on the roof, left them abandoned in there in Benghazi. Even the Pentagon was asking, does Obama, does the president know what she's doing, running her own little test trial war? Well, if we want to look at the facts of what she did in her decision-making process on the ground in Libya, then she failed miserably. She's not qualified to be commander-in-chief. But here comes her campaign chairman, none other than somebody who's been around just like Sid Blumenthal, just like Harold Ickes, and the the three amigos of the Clinton family, none other than John Podesta, stepping up to the pump. Come on in, you psycho. And here he comes. He's going to try and counter all of the actual facts that are out there. But we know who Hillary is. 
and we know where she wants to stay. I was just admiring your cage. Fits you pretty good. But of course, we're going to have the deadhead coming to her rescue as much as they can. We don't have 100% approval from the New York Times on that. They would much rather see somebody like Elizabeth Warren in there. It's not because the New York Times wants to see a little competition in the Democrat Party. That's why they're, of all of the deadhead media operations, they're the ones who've put out some pretty, well, you read the article or you look at the headline and you think to yourself, are they really going after Hillary? Well, the only thing you can possibly think of is that they want somebody more radical than Hillary. She has put together, here, here's Podesta going over the laundry list of accomplishments by Clinton. Podesta may, although uh, this writer puts, Podesta may want to reconsider that plan. Running on Clinton's signature diplomatic initiatives is fraught with risks because on closer inspection, most that he mentioned don't hold up to scrutiny. Quote, she put together that sanctions package that led to it to at least the possibility of having a deal on the Iran nuclear program, Podesta told Hunt in the interview. That took careful and long-time careful diplomacy. Well, hold it. Is she on the other side of that nowadays? It doesn't matter, the deadheads. They can be... As long as you're a, a darling of the deadheads, one week you can be on one side of an issue, and the next week you can be on the other side of the issue. It's of no matter to them, as long as they get what they need out of it, and that is that particular letter in that particular position of political power. That's all the deadheads are looking for. On top of that, <laughs> they really probably have a hard time even going through with a fine-tooth comb and understanding exactly what they're trying to write at times. It's the make-it-up-as-you-go-along factor. Clinton's State Department repeatedly waived laws that would have cut aid to countries guilty of gross human rights violations such as Egypt. This record won't be helped by one other, none other than the Clinton Family Foundation, who's been doing business, milking the system, using their political clout to go to these types of governments who couldn't care less about women in their societies. And yet, hey, as long as they can pay Hillary a quarter million and Bill a half a million, step up to the pump. And you know what? We'll give you a little bonus here. We'll put together a nice little trade deal for you or we'll show you the right office and the right door to walk into. The end of this article, Podesta avoided mentioning several other diplomatic initiatives Clinton led that turned out poorly. She was a major proponent of the U.S.-led intervention in Libya. A major proponent? She's the one who ran that show. Commander-in-chief for a day, failed miserably, unqualified. Move on, Dems. Just, just let uh, the Republicans just go on. In fact, why don't you go ahead and put Bernie Sanders in there? That should be interesting. Let's see how much Bernie Sanders can get vote. One more article that I pulled. 
you know, we've been hearing in the deadhead media about, wow, there's less, uh, there's less people crossing the border now, less illegals crossing the border. Well, that's because once you have flooded the gates, once you've flooded the system, I mean, there's not any more people trying to get up here. They know. They've heard. They know the, the lines are packed, and it's going to be tough to get in here. So what does? And we've heard that they're deporting more. Well, they're actually releasing more. 3,700 illegal immigrant threat-level one criminals were released by the Department of Homeland Security. These are the worst of the worst they were a top priority for deportation, but they were still released into the community, even as they waited for their immigration cases to be heard. Homeland Security officials have implied their hands are tied by court rulings. Isn't that great? Is that what this administration... It's always about going to somebody else and blaming them and saying, well, hey, we can't get any cooperation from over there, so we can't do anything about it. You know, we have an opportunity in this country. Two elections told us so. And as they did in 1856, this brand new party, their final resolve was to ask their fellow Americans, quote, that we invite the affiliation and cooperation of the men and women of all parties, however differing from us in other respects, in support of the principles herein declared, and believing that the spirit of our institutions as well as the constitution of our country guarantees liberty of conscience and equality of rights among citizens, we oppose all legislation impairing their securities. This was the first Republican platform. Four years later, they had a president. The ground, the atmosphere, the landscape is ripe for a new party, not a third party. All right, everyone. Have a great day out there. We'll see you tomorrow on The Tim Burns Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.